0: rts
1: podcast
2: starts right now episode 85 of the rts podcast presented by gt transport llc live here from the quality freight studios it's a new year it's a new podcast we're under construction and we're being rebuilt baby it's mark meyer off the crew chief along with me as always is stacy slugger schaefer shuffler the, 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 the Oak Grove Outlaw, he's got too many nicknames. It's it's Mike Mueller. What's up, Mark? How you doing? Dude, I forgot how many nicknames yet. had. I stumbled there for a second.
0: Dude, new year, new me, man. So guess what? New nickname on its way, guaranteed. For you? Hopefully.
2: I don't know. I mean, we we you've already, so you, you've currently occupied, racing-wise, you've occupied three cities.
0: Oh, absolutely.
2: And you've got a nickname for all of
0: those. Yeah, and a nickname for different lane of the bottom also. <laughs>
2: Did you ever have a nickname for when you lived in North Branch? Were you racing when you lived in North, I North Branch? I never
0: lived in North Branch, actually. I went to North oh, Branch High right. School, lived that's in right. Stacey. That's, that's where right. the slugger came Sorry, in. Sorry,
2: my uh, my fact-checking was uh, not accurate. Well, you know, everybody has one, one,
0: uh, one out this year, so you just used yours. Oh, so guess God. what? The other 51 weeks, you better uh, study hard, sir. We're going to podcast 51 weeks? Well, oh, absolutely. It's 52 oh. weeks in a year, so let's go. We're on week one of the RTS podcast.
2: Oh, my God. Where would that put this uh, uh, number... Episode-wise, we're at, what, 85 right now, so plus, plus 52. 52, 137? Hell yeah, buddy. I don't know if I got it in me. Let's do it. Oh my goodness. Is there enough people to interview for, for 137 episodes?
0: Well, I think Jory's will number is like 292, so <laughs> until we get there, we're not shutting down. <laughs> and joining us on uh, episode 292. Right.
2: Uh, no, his number is 126.
0: Is that what it was? I think
2: it is. I don't remember. I think it is. It's
0: on the beer fridge out in the garage.
2: Well, there's that. Plus, you know, we do have some memorabilia, uh, memorabilia up here in the studio. We actually are currently in construction mode Again. of the new RTS studios, the yes. qualityfreightrate.com studios. Uh, things are getting shuffled around. We're actually not podcasting uh, how we normally would. It's a, right now we're podcasting off of a uh, uh, table trays.
0: Yeah, three dinner tables, and uh, like you said, man, in construction.
2: The way things are set up right now, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything.
0: You know, I just kind of want to leave it as a surprise. Let the people like think right it's it's gonna come full circle when it's all done (laughs) you know what i mean it's gonna be (laughs) just a round table of events coming up here in the year 2023
2: yeah it's 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 gonna be good guys it's gonna make the podcasting atmosphere here in the studio
0: oh absolutely
2: yes uh, we got things set up. We we're kind of prepping this because we're getting ready for Chili Bowl. Chili Bowl, which is in uh just a, a, a one week away, the next Monday. Holy smokes! I can't believe it. Can't believe.
0: Oh, it's gonna be the best best time of the year, baby. Indoor uh, season is still upon us.
2: It is. It it really is, man. And it, it, like I said, we it's gonna be good. Mike and I are gonna be right here, comfortable in the RTS studios. We have Chili Bowl on. If we have Beautiful. some guests in, you know, they're gonna be able to watch Chili Bowl. Chili Bowl, dude. It's gonna be good, man. I, I'm excited we got a few minor details we got to finish out there with the studio but it's coming along very very well folks i am excited so am i but uh it's episode 85 here man uh we uh got an awesome guest on tap tonight yeah we do uh we had a great time with the interview um you know like we always say you know we don't want to spoil it for you but then clearly when we post on facebook and instagram and twitter you know search reaction or rts podcast i gotta get away from that not doing that anymore. Right. Getting rid of that. If you search RTS Podcast and all the major socials, you're going to find us there, and you're already going to know who the guest is. But for audio purposes, we're just going to leave you hanging. A few things we want to hit on really quick before we get to that. It's going to be short, quick, and simple. January 14th at JJ's Outpost Bar and Grill, Chili Bowl Saturday night presented by... RTS Podcast, and Chase v Racing. It's going to be a little collaboration deal. You can find the event on the RTS page. You can find it on JJ's Outpost page. You can find it on Chase V-Brock Racing page. All the details are there. Saturday, January 14th, JJ's Outpost Bar and Grill, 5 o'clock start time. It's going down. We're going to have chili cook-off. We're going to have raffles. We're going to be betting on the races. There's going to be food. There's going to be cocktails. I mean, dude, it is going to be... Electric that night. We're going to be celebrating. Uh, the number 50, the Nightmares 2022 season. Uh, RTS Crews, they're going to be there to raise a little hell. Chili Bowl. I mean, dude, you can't ask for anything more.
0: The best. Come hungry, come thirsty. Let's tear it up and put our votes in for the chili contest because there's nothing better than a chili contest, in my opinion. Are you bringing some chili? You know, I might stop at the local Wendy's, get a couple <laughs> gallons, and just throw it a Crock-Pot. So we'll see what happens, see how much time we got. But uh, it's uh, still the best, man. Dude, nothing better than chili. Are you a sour cream and cheese guy on your chili? I don't eat chili. That's right. You're a no beans guy. I forgot about that. If, you do crackers but you no bean chili?
2: I mean, if I'm going to eat chili, I want I want it loaded with cheese. Cheese. Crackers. Sour cream? Sour cream is good. Yeah, buddy. Sour cream is good. Um, no beans. No, I know. no red beans. No kidney beans. No brown beans. No, no yellow beans, beans. No spicy chili beans. No, nothing. nothing. No
0: beans. No spice. No. 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 Just no. like meat. Tomato sauce. It's kind of like a goulash, but you don't like goulash either. No
2: noodles. You know, man, I... uh What's the... I'm a very uh, mysterious person. Yes, you are. Just Especially it when
0: way. it comes to your food-eating habitat.
2: All right, this is not the episode to get into that.
0: <laughs> at all. Dude, I cannot wait. Till, I think I might do some Wendy's Chili just to see if anybody notices. Well, you just gave it away. Dude, you never know. They might forget. Oh, man. But yes, January
2: 14th, JJ's El Post Bar and Grill, located right down the road from Cedar Lake Super Speedway Resort, Spa Casino, and Nightclub uh be there five o'clock you come earlier chili bowl is going to be on there all day but we won't i mean the the, the the fun people won't
0: be there till five so dude can't wait chili bowl starts monday showtime saturday big shit going down double o's starting probably 9 a.m so it'll be on all day
2: yep let's do a man we got some local flavor plant or a racing uh it's a chili bowl jory hughes i believe he's tentatively set to go for tuesday night qualifier yes uh, I think I saw Trevor Service, uh, Carter Chevalier. I think they're scheduled for Thursday, and Jack is for Friday. I believe is what I saw. Then it's all tentative. That's just tentative right now. That could all change, but I think that's what I saw as of right now. From what Chevalier posted, I think 360 entries so far.
0: Dude, super cool that there's four local people from our area going down to Chili Bowl this year, plus Donovan Peter from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Jody Bloom will have some cars down there, and then other also South Dakota people. So other people from Wisconsin I saw, the Wisconsin yep. wing list. So yep. it is looking to be a lot more from up north heading to Chili Bowl this year for the 2023 Chili Bowl.
2: Oh, man, it's going to be a good time. And uh, as always, I mean, I think this is probably going on three years in a row now. RTS Chili Bowl episode preview. The best. Oh, man. It doesn't so, get any better. No, it don't, man. I mean, I think right now, tentatively, we're thinking about ripping that this weekend. Yeah. Uh, we're going to give you our predictions. We're going to talk about a few other things that have been going on in the racing world since the last time you heard from us. So look out for that. And we're tentatively going to try
0: to drop that Monday morning. Not the usual Wednesday, because that's right in the middle of Chili Bowl. Yeah. What that work. No, we we need a pre Chili Bowl podcast, so we're gonna let her rip. Uh just uh, hopefully this coming week into the weekend, Lonnie Wheatley comes out with a new pool so that we would be can to cool. uh, see what's going on for the upcoming Chili Bowl pool, which last year played five thousand five hundred and fifty-five dollars. So Did you just say five hundred dollars? Yeah, I did. Or five thousand 5- five hundred and fifty five dollars. So You want five hundred and fifty five dollars? Exactly. The quad four nickels. So there's gonna be one time that this pool will pay more than the actual chili bowl. And How when many that brick comes that that's a lot. <laughs> so, no, I'm uh, excited to see that come out. And, dude, can't wait till the Chili Bowl. Favorite time of the year.
2: Yes, it is going to be good. So, you guys make sure you're on the lookout for that. So, hopefully, we'll be able to get that to you uh, Monday morning of uh, night one. Of Chili Bowl next week, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, you know, this week was kind of crazy. A lot of stuff going on. No mail-it-in Monday, but we still have your questions from the last couple of weeks. We will get to those on the next episode. Uh, we skipped Trivia Tuesday this week. A lot going on. I mean, uh, just craziness. Uh, Snowstorm. It, snow, it's a snowmageddon.
0: It's unbelievable. Outside. Again
2: uh ken block passing away that just uh terrible terrible deal man just a pioneer in the in you know extreme sports and rally car and everything just uh just a
0: pioneer in that dude one of the best every year look forward to them Jim kind of videos coming out every year they got better crazier brought you to places you've never seen he did stuff in cars that were not possible so one of the best in our era for what he did changed the whole game for everybody. Rallycross, X Games, dude was awesome.
2: No, absolutely, I agree with you there, man. And then uh, all of the craziness that went down on Monday Night Football the other night, uh, just absolutely uh, heartbreaking. We, you know, we wish yeah. nothing but the best, man. That just uh, you, you don't want to ever see that. You know, a lot of people talk about. Uh, you know, these guys might be overplayed or overpaid. They they whine, they complain, and whatnot. But I mean, it's it's instances like that to where it really makes you think about it. I mean, these guys are in the top one percent of people that are able to perform at that level. Right. Sometimes they might not always show that, and uh, you know, sometimes the paycheck is not relevant to that. But uh, you know that that is somebody's son. That is uh, you know, I, you know, I, I'm not I don't know much of the details, but it could be somebody's uh, father somebody's brother i mean it's yeah, just heartbreaking so a lot going on so we skipped all that this week guys uh but expect that next week well you know we'll get that all out to you but uh don't worry we didn't forget about you we uh we got all your questions we'll have another trivia answer uh, another tri- trivia question up there so you guys uh, can get some chance to get some rts prizes uh so don't forget about that and uh real quick you know hopefully this everybody uh hope everybody had a good uh christmas and a good new year
0: yeah absolutely man christmas new year's went by so fast it's like a blink of an eye and i had so much time off of work and it just, it just flies by it is you don't work it is unbelievable <laughs> don't, don't, don't lie to the people oh man <laughs> christmas was fun like i said christmas eve christmas goes by quick uh you know definitely over eight so it oh was, yeah, uh, yeah. Man, food
2: coma for sure
0: yes. It's always fun getting together with family and whatnot and having a great time. So New Year's was a blast, man. Rang in the new year and uh, hit a $1,000 poll tab. So it was, a, it was a good start to the year. Oh,
2: good for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, when you're hot, you're hot. When you're hot going into 2023,
2: watch out. No, I hear you, man. No, that's a good start to the year. You know, made the rounds, had to make 22,000 pit stops. And yeah. uh yeah man it was it was a good holiday weekend went back to went back to work today that was uh odd you know you you way you kind of forget what you do right you know sometimes so uh but no man we we hopefully uh, everybody from us here at uh, RTS podcast uh we hope everybody had a wonderful holidays and uh start the new year off right and wish you guys nothing but uh good tidings and joy in 2023 Absolutely.
0: 2023 let's go Right, man. Well, that's enough
2: of that. I say we get into the uh, get into the interview for this evening on episode 85 of the RTS podcast. Yeah, let's do it. All right, man. Well, this one's going to be a good one. I hope you guys enjoy. Well, uh, you know, it's uh, it's Air Geo all the way from Canadia.
0: Big time super truck racer turned WRSS sprint car racer and their 2022 rookie of the year.
2: No, man, it was good. I You know, I didn't know a lot about the super trucks
0: super cool looking.
2: Got to learn about that. You know, got some background on Eric, man. Uh super fun, you know, it was it was pretty late at night when we ripped it. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it's so they were tired. They were driving all day. But uh we had a great time. Had a couple Frosties while we did it. Uh just awesome guy, man. It's been cool to get to know Eric over the last year and whatnot. I uh, I'm super excited for him this season, but uh I don't want to spoil too much of it for you. Uh, we're going to get to Eric right here after the, on the other side of the break, you know, we always got to pay the bills. Yeah, we do. You know, this is this thing for free. No, it's not. No, it's not like we're in
0: Canada. They can't play ads. Right. Write the check.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. on man. Well, on the other side of the be- on the other side of the break is going to be Eric Gio driver of the number 25 here on the RTS podcast right after this. Podcast, GT Transport, LLC, QualityFreeRate.com Studios, Mark and Mike on the mic. What up? Hey, here we go. Here we go. We previewed it right before we went to the break. Hey. <laughs> Got some maple syrup. Yeah. Have you been ever been pulled over
0: by a Mountie? You know, I haven't, but I'm still drinking these Labatt blues that Eric brought down here. They're not too <laughs> bad. I haven't had one of these since they sponsored KO back in the early 90s. So Man,
2: oh my God, a Labatt blue. Yes. Is that the blue ribbon? No, I think that's PBR. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, some of them next Friday, July, <laughs> January fourteenth. So, blue no, I've been the bat blue. It all tastes like hoppy beers. Let's go.
2: I beg to differ, sir. I will be having some uh, some diesels, diesels, maybe some Crown Apples,
0: Bud Heavy, and. Apple
2: crown. That sounds amazing. Not combine separately. No, see that's the thing though is you got to pace yourself. Yeah, you do. You know because we got we still got to work.
0: Well, exactly. we got to entertain.
2: You know we're yeah. entertainers. Yes, we are. Plus you know our friends are going to be there. So it's like you got to get to find a happy balance.
0: Exactly.
2: So it's it's going to be good, man. I, I can't wait. And we that. know how
0: good I am at that, so I cannot
2: wait. Oh, Chill about. My, oh my god. Chill about. So
0: needless to say,
2: Taylor and I will. Taylor and I will be doing all the work.
0: Shotgun. <laughs>
2: All right, guys, let's get to it. Uh, Mike and I are excited for you to hear this one. Yes. It is driver of the number 25 WRSS Sprint Car Rookie of the Year in 2022. Eric Gio. We've been racking up the frequent flyer miles here on the RTS podcast the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, first of all, you know, all the way from Redondo, Antarctica, we had Jory Hughes uh, last week. Yep. And uh, we decided to go this time. We, we decided to try to get him in studio. It worked out because right now RTS is balling on a budget. We don't have an international phone plan. No, we don't. So it just wasn't going to work out that way. So it just happened to work out. You know, they came all the way down from Canadia. You know, our friends to the north. Hey, he drives the number two super truck. He drives the number 25 sprint car. It's Eric Gio. What's up, dude? Living the dream, buddy.
1: Thanks for having me out.
2: Yeah, no problem, man. How was uh, How was the how was the travel?
1: It was, uh, it was a pretty good haul down here, you know, I, it, It's pretty funny. We come racing, and we're always traveling pretty far to, uh, to get around to all the western and, and northern and even down to you know Cedar Lake here. and all the time people are complaining about the drive, and I'm just like, "Put your tongue, be nice, be the friendly Canadian." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's a 500-mile drive out here, so it was, uh, it was a pretty good rip, but we made her in all right time.
2: Absolutely, man. Well, you did. I mean, as much as I would love to say that you just came down here to be on the RTS podcast, that's just that's it. Not-
1: yeah, <laughs> I, I wanted to one up uh, Jory. See, I followed him around for the whole length of the, uh, the non wing nationals at Devils this year. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and I figured I'd, I'd do that again one more time. Give him just, you know, this is the last time I'm falling around this year. So
2: yeah. <laughs> Take I, that, Jory. Yeah. That's right. w- watch out, Redondo Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, you came down here and, uh, I don't know if I'm spilling the beans on anything, but you picked up a, you picked up a new bullet.
1: Yeah. We, uh, I haven't announced too much about it yet, but, uh, yeah, we're decided to switch things up a little bit and go with a, a different chassis for this year and we're looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a really good piece. So.
2: Absolutely, yeah, uh, Mister uh, Kale over there did pulling, uh, doing you a favor over there. So yeah, he
1: did. Yeah, I was, I was really thinking about driving all the way down to uh, to Green Castle, Indiana, Woo. and uh, I learned where that was, and <laughs> it was mapping it all out, and it was like, man, that doesn't look fun.
2: How far south from Canada have you gone? I've been all the way down to New Mexico. Okay. Before
1: uh did a did a road trip with my dad and uh his heavy truck back when i was a kid that okay was, that was that was pretty cool but, right on uh, but yeah i know I've, I've i haven't raced anywhere south of south of uh, cedar lake really
2: okay so, yeah gotcha yeah i mean you definitely did the rounds in 2022 and whatnot we'll talk about that here in a little bit but uh yeah man uh picking up the new chassis and whatnot you know the big plans coming up we'll talk about that here in a little bit but uh I mean, you, 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 you've you done it all, man. I was kind of doing some Facebook creeping on you, just trying to get a little background on you. Getting to know you over the last year, man, has been a blast. I appreciate that. You know, you're an awesome guy, and, uh, you know, enjoy racing with you and everything. And, uh, you know, you, you, you've driven a lot of things. You looked like you were bouncing back and forth between the super truck and the sprint car this year. Um, you raced previously before that, but let's start at the beginning. Uh, you have a podcast of your own as well, but let's just, what do you, what do you do when you're not driving, when you're not podcasting, when you're not driving 500 miles to go pick up new chassis, what are you doing when you're not racing or podcasting, man?
1: Well, uh, I'm, yeah, I mean, I grew up on a grain farm just outside of Winnipeg there in Manitoba, Canada, and wasn't really involved in, in racing at all from a, a super young age. Uh, my dad actually got going and it. I, I was wanting to race motocross which I'm not exactly built that well for, as you can tell, but, uh, same here. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I was going to do it anyway. And I was trying to until I hurt myself. And then, uh, when I was laid up, I ended up going to the the speedway and watching my old man race the street st- or we Sorry. That was before he bought his street stock, but we started going to the races a lot and he was thinking like, man, I want to buy one of these things. And so, uh, he, he got into that and, and I, I got hooked, started going to pit crew for him and watch him all the time. And, uh, and still wasn't convinced I was going to drive until I actually got a car or got into a car and, and got to drive one at a cheaters night type thing. And okay, yeah, I was uh, I was hooked. So
2: instantly hooked right from the yeah. get go. So I mean, is a is family? I mean, are, is, is true from Canada? I mean, that's where you're born and raised and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, My roots are in Canada since the late 1800s. Uh, they came over from the uh, from France. Or, uh, so that makes, clan,
2: so yeah. that makes you how old now you're hundred and two? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But
1: uh yeah, I know we uh you know, family's been from around that area for for a long time so
2: okay in the winnipeg area yeah yeah okay right on right on what's the uh you know I'm not trying to jump too far ahead but you know when people think uh think of canada and sprint car racing what do they immediately think of uh the Kennedys?
1: yeah yeah and uh and still uh, chat with with thomas a little bit and uh you know he was my tire supplier last year right everything all of his takeoffs they were they were mine they had my name written on them so uh that worked out pretty awesome but uh yeah, you know, chat with those guys a little bit, and they they've hooked me up with some stuff and helped me out. So it's it's been handy having that uh, that caliber of equipment around. You know, they they do not mess around. Those are some pretty serious pieces of equipment in that shop. Uh, but yeah, good guys to hang around with for sure.
0: Yeah, them baby blue baby blue cars are awesome. But real question is, you're from Canada? A lot of hockey up there. Why are you wearing a Chicago Blackhawks hat?
1: <laughs> so I don't know if you ever heard of a guy called Jonathan Taves. No, nope. but. Uh, he was uh he's quite the stud still pretty good chicago's not very good right now but uh, big johnny tapes fan he played for uh, the blackhawks yeah okay yeah
2: and, no he uh, plays for the columbus blue jackets i'll just make it sure
1: <laughs> but uh no following him following his career you know when he came up through the world juniors and and uh and got drafted there to chicago and, and just had such a hell of a career playing with that team it was just fun to watch and, and they were just such a fun team to watch back then it yeah, got on board with that team and they were it was a good we had a good run. It has been a little rough lately, but
2: uh I have no comment.
1: Yeah, we won't we won't talk about that too much. It's uh,
2: No, there was a those were many moons ago.
0: <laughs> All right, back to the racing. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, come on. I mean everybody has a dynasty at one point. We had ours and everybody. Every-
0: not everybody. <laughs> no, it's very true.
2: Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 been a rough <laughs> go of it lately, you know. I just I I mean I'm not trying to touch too much to, Talk too much hockey here, but a fellow black hockey Canadian
1: here. We got to tag can, hockey. hockey. We got to talk a little
2: hockey, man. <laughs> Who's got the puck? <laughs> <laughs> uh No, it's been a rough go. Hopefully, things will turn around in the next uh, five decades,
1: something like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a long one, but hey, we uh, we had our little dynasty. It was a good time. So
2: originated from originating Canada and whatnot is where the family roots are and everything. uh mm-hmm. wh- wh- What do you what do you do for work?
1: I'm a mechanical engineer. Okay. Uh, I work for a company that builds uh, grain elevators and, and port terminals and all kinds of that stuff. So it's uh it's really fun working in the engineering department, getting to follow a project right from the initial uh, the initial startup to, you know, working with the client to put it all together and figure out what they want and and then deliver and help commission, you know, fully complete Huge, huge facilities that are loading these huge ocean vessels. All kinds of cool stuff. So wow, it's a really neat job. Uh, Most of the time now, I'm in the office. Uh, I was traveling a lot more before I was a project manager. That that job wears on you. I'm sure you can only have so many nightmares about running out of rebar or concrete (laughs) in the middle of a pour or something like that before it's like, oh my god. So uh, yeah, I got tired of that, and but uh, still stayed with the company. Just switched over the engineering department side and it's worked out great. So
2: was that something you always envisioned yourself doing when you're a young buck or is it just kind of fell into it? It's
1: funny, you know, like growing up on the grain farm, uh, I actually have, uh, an allergy to grain dust. Oh. And so I never really, I didn't really want to work on the farm. You know, I was always around it. I learned a lot about it and everything and then went away to school to go. I never thought I was actually going to be able to finish getting my engineering degree. Right. I, I didn't apply myself like the teachers always tell you in high oh, school. I never, we never do. Weird. Weird. <laughs> so yeah, you've seen that note on your report card too, right? Yeah. Didn't really know what I wanted to do, but then eventually realized that mechanical engineering was something that I was super interested in. But I went and took a diploma course at, at the community college there in Winnipeg and went really good and decided to uh, transfer that over to Thunder Bay to go and get my degree there. Okay. And uh, and graduated from there in 2014 got involved in with with my company there with FWS and just fantastic place to work really really enjoy it and they're proud to have him on board as a sponsor this year so it's been a good deal.
2: No man, it's it's always interesting cuz a lot of times when uh, people uh, see the drivers of the track, you know whether it be you or Mike or whoever else, you know, they see the race car driver. They don't, you know, it's not really like a bio, like what, like what, where do these guys come from? What do they do for work and whatnot? And it's just cool to get the backgrounds, like when we had Jake on and whatnot. He, he's a graphic designer for a, a company that makes urns and uh, headstones.
1: That was like. I was listening to that. And I was like, did I hear that right? it's like, yep. <laughs> It sounded like Mad Libs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you well, know what? But super successful business that they've got going there. That's awesome. Good no, for those guys.
2: No, absolutely. But yeah. that's just kind of the interesting thing. You know, it's yeah. just everybody, you know, we're just the regular blue collar guys. You know, we work Monday through Friday, sometimes an occasional Saturday. Well, Mike doesn't work
0: Fridays, but. Hey, we all put our pants on one leg at a time, so we all got to do something on the side.
2: So, but I mean, it's just cool, man. I mean, everybody's got a different deal, and sometimes you're like, oh wow, you you do that? For-. I would have never guessed that. You know, like some people, you know, the, you're, you're sheet metal worker. What the hell's that? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I, it's really cool, man. I mean, uh any other hobbies outside of that? You know, outside of racing, podcasts, and all that stuff. Anything else you like to do? Well, as a good
1: Canadian, I am. I do play hockey. You know? I would expect nothing. else out
2: there and play your hockey. You uh, look like a basketball player.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely got that towering height that really uh, helps me out a whole bunch. But no, uh, big hockey guy, play on a couple teams, and not good, but I you know, try hard, love a game.
2: Just oh, like a men's league or something? Yeah, Rec a couple,
1: couple beer league type things. So yeah. They
2: let you drink beer while you're playing hockey? Not
1: during. Well, oh, that'd be sweet. Sometimes, but uh, the other one, it's, it's it's after, but it's always a good time.
0: On skates? Yeah. Oh, not knee hockey. This is full-blown. I don't know. Oh, yeah i can ice skate but i'm not very good yeah. it's been probably 15 years since i tried so it's uh i, I just
1: started again when i was 30 screw it I'm getting some equipment and i want to go play and who knows how it's gonna go but uh i mean it, it's been fun i like i said i'm not a not a lights out uh, hockey player but it's it's just a good uh good time good good sweat
2: what are you playing? Wing, defense, goalie? Left wing? Left yeah. wing? yeah. Left wing? Yeah. Left the wing? LW.
1: Shoot, yeah, shoot shoot hockey left, but shoot, do everything else right-handed. It's kind of weird. I think it's just because I grew up with a bunch of left-handed hockey sticks lying around the garage. No, I was. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She even played golf right, but shoot everything else left. It's kind of bizarre.
2: So you golf righty, but you shoot yeah. hockey left. Yeah. See, I'm opposite. I'm right-hand dominant, but I baseball, hockey, mm-hmm. golf, it's all left. Mm-hmm. So I'm not the only oddball.
1: Well, that's not that's not the worst. I've heard of guys who uh, they hit their driver right-handed, but then all their other clubs are lefties. Really, which is just that's weird. That's
2: bananas. Yeah, that
0: makes zero sense. Well, it's like I'm right-handed, but I turn right to go left too. So I mean, I got kind of a little bit of what you guys got going on. I don't know if you really turn the <laughs> wheel that much if you're running the bottom like you do. Oh no, nah, yeah, it's not he's really. He's got it cranked over. He's leaning on it like the NASCAR drivers. Just two hands on the left. a little bit of lean in it. There, yeah. All right, are we going to tell everybody, guys? <laughs> Speed
2: secrets to running the bottom. Oh right. yeah,
0: draw a good number. <laughs> And water the top, <laughs> bottom will be empty.
2: <laughs> oh man! So a little bit. What, what's uh, so you've been playing that uh, men, men's league for a couple of years? I mean, what's uh, what's something to take like memory crazy moment that you've had on the ice?
1: I mean, nothing, nothing really too too crazy. Usually a good game for me is nothing super memorable happened around me <laughs> because uh I mean, he did you know, it off the court yeah like
2: off the court, off the court.
1: <laughs> <I couldn't laughs> those things what to say those court side seats yeah no uh <laughs> no i mean i haven't i haven't gotten too banged up I've, i keep it pretty uneventful and that's uh that's good i'm not giving up any really big plays i make the odd good play and score some goals here and there but uh, yeah usually just try to make sure I'm not doing anything too stupid out there. I'm just, Sounds like a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm just wondering because, I mean, our hockey team might be looking for some talent. So, I mean, we can get a call and, you know, they're looking for any help they can get sure. right now.
1: Yeah. Well, that, We always talk about that, that. My draft window is closing, <laughs> but it actually has not closed. I mean, right. I, it's still I still, open. Haven't, I still have not played a game for money. And I didn't play in university, so, I mean, I could still be drafted. I mean, let not, you know, you let's not speak in absolutes.
2: You still got, like, four years of eligibility? Yeah. Totally.
1: You're ready to go, man. Yeah, be a walk-on uh, paid tryout guy. I don't
2: know. What's, like, a big-time cool. big uh, university up there to the north? Like, what's, what's like, you know, like, we got the U of M. Like, what is it for you guys?
1: Well, we also call it the U of M in uh, in Winnipeg, the University of Manitoba. Oh. We've got a pretty decent hockey team. Got it, um, Yeah. Thunder Bay, the, the Lakehead Thunder Wolves, that was the... The team there, that uh, those guys were hilarious, man. They do these radio interviews all the time. And Thunder Bay's a pretty small town, like hundred thousand people, but nothing within like five hours of it, right? Small town, so, hundred thousand people.
2: Well, a small <laughs>
1: city, like for Canadian cities, right? Like that's it, it's there's absolutely nothing at all anywhere nearby. But then there's this big town we like to call the mistake by the lake. I and, thought that was uh, Cleveland. We have one of those too. It's yeah. called Mystic Lake. It's a casino. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, oh man, those guys, I don't know if it was like a game they were playing, but every time they would be on the radio, they would do their best to work in as many, uh, as many like the, uh, you know, the cliches, you know, like just giving a 110%, you know, just sticking to the fundamentals, going to let the puck do the work. And <laughs> we'd just always be like going out of our way to try and listen to these reports because they were just hilarious. I'm sure the guys were just... Killing themselves laughing, listening to it later.
2: It's great. Makes for good content, man. That's what you got to do. Some puck
0: in the court.
1: Yeah, you know, (laughs) just give it 110%. Yep. (laughs) Draw a good number. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Draw the bottom.
1: Exactly it. You know, just
0: just focus on playing the game right. Save that right rear. It's the only one we got all year.
2: That's right. What? (laughs) 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 You weren't giving your drivers those speeches? Mine? Yeah. Not about saving right rears and putting the puck in the net (laughs) or the hoop.
1: My uh, my brother had to give me a little pep talk mid season this year. He had to tell me that he was watching some video and he said I was doing okay, but I had to start driving the car harder. Like he said, the guys who are good at this, they go out there and they drive these things like they got four more sitting in the shop, right? And that's what you need to do here. And uh, do you have four more in the shop? No, I do not. Oh, no, I had yeah, no same for anything. Right. Yeah, I have one bent one in the shop now, so...
2: Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> a little, little end-of-the-year end uh, demo derby action going on out there up north. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, sometimes you want to drive them like you stole them, but then if you do and you ain't got a backup bullet sitting in the shop, your season could be over real fast.
1: Well, I mean, there's a limit, obviously. Don't drive like an idiot. <laughs> you know, Don't go in there and just be feeding everybody right rears. But uh, at the same time, you want to be... Yeah, You gotta drive the cars hard Because they don't work properly When you don't drive it hard enough Right You know You gotta be driving it in Spinning that right rear Into the cushion Mike It's a scary concept But I
0: have no <laughs> idea What you're talking yeah. about
2: You were talking A foreign language Jake was doing this to him A couple episodes ago Totally lost Yeah, yeah. He had a little whiteboard And he's like What's that mean?
0: <laughs> Confused Yeah
2: mute me for a second Let i Google actually
0: this. hit the curb with my car in forest lake the other day with the right rear i'm like bam and i was with frank and he's like you know what that feels like i'm like the cushion it's the first time ever <laughs> knocked that my car into the other lane yeah <laughs> like, that's weird
1: uh but yeah you know you do have to drive these things pretty hard to get them working and, and uh, i just wasn't driving it hard enough i was still driving it in like a stock car and i just won't cut it so
2: Right. Well, I think that's a pretty good transition. You know, we, you're kind of talking about, uh, kind of growing up, uh, when you were a youngster and then, uh, you said your father ended Mm -hmm. up getting into racing a little bit. Where did where did the passion for racing come from? Where did it all start? Where'd you get that first taste?
1: Yeah. I don't remember. I was trying to think about this, but when, you know, dad started getting interested in it, I don't really remember what really started that him and his buddy were going out and, and, and going to the racetrack and watching this and, they were uh, they were just started getting super hooked on it, and uh, I, I didn't really watch a whole lot of racing as a kid. But I, I did always kind of like cars. I kind of I always wanted to restore cars, actually. Okay. Yeah, whatever it was that got us out there.
2: Uh, you got a favorite hot rod? You're looking thinking about restoring when you're a youngster?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I wanted to build a, a Chevelle. There you go. Um, I was thinking anywhere between '68 and '72. They all have their nice features to them. Oh yeah really really into those cars and it was totally going to do that and, and i even laughed at my brother when he started racing like oh i'm gonna fix cars and make money and you're gonna spend all your money racing." then <laughs> he let me race his car once and then he probably regrets that decision so
2: what happened well
1: no just because oh. he he paid for a lot of uh he, i've raced a lot of his cars and his okay. backup cars and used up all his spares and gotcha yeah.
2: perfect it's, it's cost him a lot of money over the years. <laughs> learn somewhere right <laughs> yeah
1: exactly <laughs>
2: Yeah, we'll continue on, you know, kind of where it got came from.
1: Yeah, so it was just, I was kind of like cars, but, you know, wasn't ever really uh, into uh, or didn't really follow racing that close. But then once I got the chance to go out there and see it live, it was, it definitely started uh, really interesting me. And then, yeah, getting the opportunity to do it was just completely hooked, line and sinker. It was all, it was all downhill from there. So.
2: When was that first opportunity for you? That was '04, end of 2004,
1: and then, uh, so I went ahead and bought my first car the next year, which was a complete disaster. Okay. Uh, it was a uh, 1989 Ford Probe. Oh. And it had major electrical issues, and uh, it was just not a, not a really good car. I was doing 100 lap races with it, and it would blow relays and, and breakers and stuff at about... Twenty five laps usually. Okay. She would overheat and something would trip out and just stop. So was that kind of like was it kind of like an enduro
2: type yeah duro? Okay. Yeah.
1: We started out doing those enduro races because there were like six of them a year. So mm. it was fairly reasonable for me to get to well, my brother and dad were still racing. I was doing that and that was obviously very frustrating. Uh and the worst part about it was I'd walk off the track once there was they'd throw a full course caution, you know, push some of the cars into the infield or whatever. Uh, but you had to leave the car on the track if it wasn't actually blocking the track off. It was oh. pretty wild because then you had to like race around them. It was kind of a sideshow type deal we were doing. Go back to the car after the race, jump in it, fire it up, drive it on the trailer. And it was just, I Good couldn't go. couldn't figure out what was wrong. Like, how do you diagnose that problem? So mm-hmm. that was really frustrating, but still knew I wanted to do it. And then, uh, yeah, you know, next few years I got a few opportunities of driving my brother's car, driving my dad's stuff a little bit. And, yeah, I knew it was in from that point on, though.
2: Right on. So yeah, well, what was your dad driving again? What was he racing? He started out in street stocks. Okay.
1: And uh, at first it was Nopa street stocks, but then he eventually switched to Wisota. It was kind of similar real deal. Then he uh, he moved up to the Super Trucks. Did that for a few years, and then he retired and, and let me take over the seat.
2: Okay. Well, then what was your brother driving? He
1: started out in the street stocks, or... Started out in four cylinders for a while, won a NOPA championship uh, doing that, and then he went up to Street Stocks when Dad moved out of the streets, and and then also got himself a super truck and was racing against Dad at the time, actually.
2: Okay. So was there any, was there ever uh, out there, uh, the three of you ever raced together?
1: Not all three of us, no, but me and Jerome had raced together quite a bit and uh, had some pretty pretty tough competition between the two of us, because we were both running at the front at that time, and we are both really, really competitive, so
0: some tough rides home you know <laughs> no i get it me and my brother raced go-karts together a couple times and we uh, never really ran in the same class till like like the last couple years and we did a little bit and it was uh, it was a lot of fun running with my brother
1: it's good because like i could trust him that he wasn't ever going to do anything stupid Oh, you but. never met
0: my brother. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but no. No, I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of trust there, but there's also – you don't want to beat anyone else more in the world than that guy right there. You exactly. Know? So it's it's just super competitive and and just very uh, very involving, but yeah.
2: Older, older brother or younger brother older he's older. a year and a half older than me okay yeah. all right so what's something what, what, you got now you're bringing it up we yeah. got what's something that happened what's what most memorable moment between you and your brother
1: well one uh one time i was going for there was some bonus money up for a weekend sweep it's about always about it, the bonus uh, money yeah when that it's, it's all about the money you know and uh when yeah i was running second with not too many laps to go and he was chopping me down I was I was pulling a mic. I was running on the tires right in the bottom. There you go. And I was running out of room down there, and he was just not quite leaving the lane, or he would leave a lane, and he would slam the door on my nose, and eventually I got tired of that and just forced my way in there a little bit and raced him side by side into the corner, and he ended up spinning himself out, and I, I went on to get the win, and he was just so mad about that afterwards. It was, it was nuts, and uh, yeah, I, I wrote actually... We used to have a pretty big hauler at that time, but uh, it was like I rode in the trailer on the way home. I wasn't <laughs> riding in the truck. Forget that. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was. that uh, was quite the weekend.
2: <laughs> so I have. So overall, everything. race Who got the upper hand?
1: I think he won more races head to head. He won the track championship in Winnipeg that uh, that last year that he was in the
2: class, mm-hmm.
1: and that was the the really big. Uh, that was the one we were both going for. We went into the last race tied for points. Oh wow. Well. And I just went in there. I kind of sucked myself out, and I just completely sucked in the last race when I really needed to show up. And uh, and he got the win. But, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So he kind of won the battle that one. I kind of I won the the touring series championship that year. Mm-hmm. I was able to to travel around a little bit more and and won it uh, that way. So that was that was good. We still both got to be champions that year, but right. definitely felt like I lost when I, I went in that deal. Right on. Is he still racing? Yeah, yeah. He runs with Soda Modifieds. Really strong runner up in Winnipeg and the whole northern area there.
0: Okay. Has he ever tried your sprint car?
1: (laughs) It's a funny story. There's actually a $100 bounty out there if I can get a picture of him sitting in my car. Oh, really? (laughs) He absolutely hates sprint cars. He just thinks they're the worst. He's just not a sprint car guy. Come on, man.
0: typical spam racer.
1: Right? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So, he's... uh, No, he's just... He he loves his uh, loves his modifieds and late models, and he thinks that everything should have a starter and. <laughs> oh, He's one of them people. Yeah, he's one yeah, of them. He doles yeah. out the the push and flip. Uh, oh, we're pushing and flips. And flips. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he, 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 he must have a lot one. of time
0: to think about that in the yellow flags and the yeah, modified races. Right? He really does. Yeah, a lot <laughs> tumble of tumble buggies. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. Hammer and fenders out. You know, so, sheet yeah. metal
0: worker. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. There's there's not very many things I could think he's less interested than uh,
2: than running a sprint car. But
1: uh, I've tried to tell him that that thing is way more fun than. My modified ever was, mm, like, hands yeah. down. Not even it,
0: close. It's fun when you're sucking, even. Oh, yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? you can be running 17th, and you're like, this is still fun. You get out of the yeah. car, and you're like, I got the drive a sprint car today. It's fun. You know the car to a modified run on the 17th. You got to grind four tires, bend all the tin back, go to Menards, get some angle iron. It's ridiculous. That's not fun. <laughs> oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, it's... uh and the worst part about those damn things is, you get out of them, you don't even know that you ripped both rear quarter panels off. Right, you know? that's the worst. <laughs> Where'd that you're go? Like, yeah, you get out of the car, you're thinking, uh, you know, wasn't that bad of a race? You know, right. top ten, whatever. And you get, what in the world happened out here? Like I didn't feel any of this.
0: Sail panels in the roof, oh, yeah. Decking's over the fuel cell, and you don't have enough rivets. Yeah, like, that's yeah, the worst. Exactly, you're trying the to, holes are so big. You're putting backer watchers on. Trying to un. And crunch this beer
1: can and flatten it out. Oh get my am oh, yeah.
0: Getting <laughs> just, just more anxiety thinking about it right I know.
1: now. Oh, right? It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, takes me back to my my modified days. So, well,
2: that kind of leads into it. You know, you said mm-hmm. you got your start in old Ford doing. You know, weird, th- the Ford Probe. I mean, this, that that's a relic. You know, Man. I mean, that should probably be in the Smithsonian. Right. Uh, you know, where'd you go from there? You know, let's get the timeline ripping here. You start there. Now where are we at?
1: Yeah. So 2011 was uh, was me and drums last year in the super tracks together. Mm-hmm. And then the year after I ran a few races, but then moved away to go to to university in Thunder Bay. Uh, so I didn't race too much that year, but then uh, got to race his Supers Dog actually a few times. He let me. He'd, my brother would come out. My other brother would come out and meet me, and we I ran the one race in EMO and and got to run uh, uh, some some of his other cars that he had. Yeah, in 2013, 2014, we both ran A mods together. Okay, up around uh, Winnipeg and and all over the place. We were traveling everywhere back then, and because uh, I mean the Canadian dollar was at par, and diesel fuel was. I don't even remember what it was. It, it didn't matter. It, and that's yeah, it, that's just, what it was just nice. yeah. free
2: game. We're going it wherever we like, want.
1: Who cares? And, um, uh, and times were good.
2: Oh yeah, uh, no good old days. Yeah, yeah So long so, ago.
1: So yeah, we were traveling all over the place and uh, and just having a great time in those modifieds. And it was uh, it, it was fun. But after a couple of years of that, you know, I struggled. I, I ran okay, but never picked up a future win. It was always a bit of a struggle, and I could see how big of a step I needed to take to get to the next level in it. Just got out of university. Obviously, I had a lot of help from my parents uh, to be able to even be doing that at that time, and, and my brother and everybody involved, the sponsors, everybody. And I just I flat out couldn't make it work to, to make it, you know, at, coming out of school, to be able to buy a new chassis and buy all this new stuff and, and get more competitive. It just wasn't going to happen. So ended up deciding to retire for a little bit at that point. Okay, and uh, bought a motorcycle and you know, had some fun. Just, the Canadian
2: uh, breeze in your hair.
1: Yeah, Man. exactly. Go out to the to BC and and uh, all over Ontario and nice. had uh, had a lot of fun with that. But
0: when do you have time to ride a motorcycle in Canada? That's got to be a there's short like, season. There's like
1: three nice weekends. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i just to <gonna> say,
0: <laughs> like you probably don't even own a pair of shorts, do you?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. But uh Flip-flops. no man, it's yeah, of course. I'm a big flip flop guy. I like Same here. I like when you're you're grinding tires at the track and you look down and your your feet just look like you ever go to zoo and you see like in the monkey enclosure <laughs> What their toes are looking like? Oh, the oh, You've that's never been the, the worst analogy. Okay, well, you no, got no, the, you got the monkey toes, and
2: no, no. We brought this up at Devil's Lake when we yes. were up there. I was yes. like a fellow flip-floppian. yes, yeah.
1: and yeah, my black feet, and yep. they're just they're filthy. just trash, dude. Yeah, running around in the dirt and the tire dust, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. Dude, especially you if it's... wore
0: out some grinder wheels over Labor Day weekend. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> big time.
1: I had Sean working pretty hard there. He yeah. uh, he definitely earned his. Uh, his hotel room that weekend.
2: No, yeah. absolutely. Hey, shout out to Sean, man. He's he's, over, he's our like our guest here in the studio right now. You guys made the trick down here. He's over here hanging out watching all the shenanigans go down here at the RTS studios, man. We appreciate you uh, hanging around here. I, I know you guys got a long drive home, but uh, appreciate you tagging along and uh, hanging out here at the RTS studio. Getting a little Tulsa shootout action in.
1: I Man, I love that uh love the stuff there with, with Jory uh, thank your mom and dad. <laughs> not Toyota. Yeah, the uh, best.
2: so funny. Oh, we got, some, so we got
1: true. some plans like, for Julie Bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah, we
2: got something going on. I'll have to show you yeah. something once a post-production meeting,
0: we'll have yeah, to show yeah, yeah. you a little something,
2: but mm. oh yeah, thank your mom, not Toyota. It's just uh. the
0: best because he doesn't care he's renting a ride, but he's like, you know what? I wrote the check. Exactly. So thank your parents, not Toyota.
1: Oh yeah. So true. And hey, and and exactly like you said, not to knock anybody. Who's doing this? I mean, that's that's what the deal is. Right. I I, I've thought about it too, but yeah, it's uh, it's just hilarious. Quite the thing. Yeah.
2: Ever been to Chili Bowl?
1: I have not. No, it's on the bucket list. Oh, you gotta Uh, go, man! But it's something that I, I I mean I. I learned things fairly quick in a car, but I still wouldn't feel comfortable just showing up there. Like right. I bolted my seat in and now I'm gonna go race the Chili Bowl. Like, <laughs> that's insanity, man. I don't know.
0: You gotta go watch first. Yeah. Yeah. I get mean.
2: the get the spectator part of it Oh, uh, so you can kind right, of right. collect the madness of what is Chili Bowl week. And just get that under your belt and see the chaos and the spectacle of it yes. and everything, and then venture into the. Oh, maybe I do want to drive this because mm-hmm. I mean, like we talked about it on the previous episode. I mean, the track's obviously big enough, and mm-hmm. we've seen it for many years at the race. Now you don't understand how big it actually is when you actually step out onto the surface and mm-hmm. you're at ground level. Yeah, it's huge.
1: I can only imagine what it what it really looks like out there. But uh, no, it's definitely something I want to. I would want to. You know, get a car before, do some testing, maybe go do a different race earlier and yep. get a little bit of practice time underneath because you don't get very much. No, no. no. <laughs> Eight laps. Yeah. And, and I do. Hey, Kyle Larson, how's it going? Right. <laughs> like,
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm starting next to you. Hey. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Good luck. See you in the O main. Yeah.
2: <laughs> See you Saturday morning, 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Right and
1: early.
0: <laughs> we'll still be up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah that's what i was saying you know (laughs) it's a three-day weekend and the flip-flops and whatnot and you finally get to go shower it's just black brown just just everything under the sun oh yeah so gross
1: but i love it though
2: oh yeah it's the best no that's what it is man it's uh, people like look at us like we're weird like we're wearing flip-flops at the track dude it's 95 degrees outside Mm
1: -hmm. we got a lot of work to do we got a grind a lot of tires in the hot summer sun
0: yeah, and we got overserved last night. <laughs> <laughs> got
1: to sweat it out somehow. Yep.
2: <laughs> oh man, so yeah. I think where we were retirement is that where we were kind of yeah, riding the Harley all through Can- not Canada. A Harley, <laughs> not a Harley guy.
1: Come on, I had a Ducati. It was a very very oh, nice motorcycle. Wow,
2: yeah. damn a Ducati.
1: Yeah, wow. Yeah, it was a very expensive motorcycle to work on. Oh yeah, those are yeah.
2: not cheap.
1: No, no, but it was uh, it was a really nice bike. Super fun thing to ride and. And, you know, glad I, and not, not to crap on any of the Harley guys, but I'm just not a Harley guy. So yeah. And, uh, but did that, was enjoying it, but I was really missing that, that rush of of racing again and, uh, needed to get back into it somehow, needed to do something. And right when I was really starting to really look for that opportunity, one of the, the super truck owners there in Winnipeg approached me and was like, Hey, your brother says that you're thinking about racing again. Mm. So it just worked out great. He was looking for a driver at the time and. Got in there in twenty nineteen and uh just had had a great three years running with these guys. We just we won I was in the math the other day, we won over sixty percent of the races we entered. Wow. Like That's just, a pretty good ratio. Yeah, like in this yeah. thing right from the first get go, it was it was out to lunch when I first got in. Like I can already tell it was the best truck I had ever driven. Mm-hmm. So, you know, tuned it, got it all fine tuned there and man, that thing was lights <laughs> out. It was so much fun to drive. It was just it was wild. So
2: so talking about these super trucks a little bit, it's not something, I mean, especially like the area that we're in right now, mm-hmm. you don't see those around this area. I think they do some racing in the state, in the Southern part of the States. I think I've seen them down there, but uh, for the people that may not know, uh, I got a little bit of a background on them. I, I've, I've done some homework on them, knowing that you've driven them and everything, mm-hmm. uh, but just kind of explain to everybody's super truck racing, just kind of the background of it.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of a one off class that uh, that got started up in Winnipeg a while back, and they're basically super stocks, but with that uh, with a pickup truck body on them. Okay. And uh, when we were doing it, we'd travel around all over the place. We'd go down to Jamestown, Grand Forks, Greenbush, Emo, all over the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, just so much fun to drive these things there. It's still got that perfect amount of horsepower for the eight inch your tire. And so it was always just really good close racing with those things. And uh, yeah, very, very similar rule package to Superstock, really. Okay. Fan favorites everywhere we went. Even if our car counts weren't that great, at times they'd still the promoter would be there saying okay when you guys coming back right it was it was crazy
2: right yeah no i mean i went back and watched some of the highlights that were on your racing page from some of your races from the last few years and whatnot racing the super truck and everything and i mean it just this thing looks like they just rip
1: oh yeah yeah they uh they all pretty good and uh, you know you go to a racetrack look in the parking lot what did everybody drive there they all drove there in a pickup truck right it's that real you know they really identify with the fans always do so, uh, yeah, it was always a really good, really big fan favorite when we went out there and just had fun ripping those things. What was the weight sure. limit? Uh,
0: 2,800 pounds. Okay. So basically the same as a Super up here then?
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we started out with the with like the Super Stock engine, but with the high rise intakes on them. And so they were making, we got, we got to the point where we we're making like 450 horse with them. Nice. That was That was pretty fun. But uh, we did end up dialing that back a little bit, went to 602 crates, which we hardly got any slower you had to keep your momentum up a little bit right, right? it was a pretty good roll package we did that and did a few other things with the just making the shocks cheaper and making the suspension a little bit simpler that really helped make it a lot more competitive and get the car count up and it was uh, it was fun
0: They look like a blast and like you said they all drive trucks and that's badass
1: <laughs> yeah like everybody just they they see them and they love it right so yeah I'm, I'm not sure what's what the plan is for 2023 with that uh truck might be sold uh it might not if it isn't i'm not gonna run it too much because got to the point where i was not uh, not home very much this summer right just between you know even that deal i have an amazing crew there with ken and eugene and jason and, and everybody there and they're they're great but it's It's still one night in the shop and one night at the track every week. And that was about how much time I was missing on being able to have a normal life. Right. Because otherwise it was just, it was either working on that thing or working on my sprint and gone every weekend. And it just, it was getting a little bit too much to handle. Oh, yeah. So uh, dialed that back a little bit this year, but uh, had an amazing few years running with those guys. And it was, it was quite the opportunity to be able to race the old, the dreaded deuce. The dreaded deuce. That's what they call it. So that's yeah. one
0: thing that I'm intrigued about is when drivers have different numbers. So you were driving for them, so that's why you were two.
1: Yeah, that truck was always number two. That chassis it was the chassis that I raced against back in 2009, like 2010, way back then. That thing's been around for a long, long time. It's got some miles. Yeah, nice. but still, the, those guys just take incredible care of that machine, and it's just a really good piece, so... Yeah, but uh, no number twenty five. I I got that from my dad when he stepped out of the super truck. I kept his colors and kept his number and and, and made that my number going forward. Because before that, I had been number eleven, number five. I ran a mini sprint for a year there somewhere. In I between. did
2: I did see that. Speaking of chili bowl, <laughs> yeah, did see that.
1: yeah, I did that. Uh, ran that for a year. That didn't go too too spectacular. But where uh, were you
2: running that at? Uh, they used to have them in Winnipeg
1: and Greenbush. Really? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I learned. I mean, I just didn't know know anything i didn't like i had that car i never even owned a spare wheel for it like, I didn't, <laughs> I, that's great I, oh yeah like, i just didn't know what what i was doing at all uh i had the old mini sprint chassis technology book that i read through a couple times but just no clue what i was doing was blocking it or anything i was just out completely out to lunch so it was uh, it was a good experience, but uh, and it taught me how to r- race open wheel because mm-hmm. I did uh, cartwheel that thing around a few times. But, uh, <laughs> nice, but yeah, it was it was cool, and it really showed me that I really wanted to run sprint cars. But you know, in that uh, in that instance, the problem I had with them was just that they were so stuck to the ground, right? And we were only running seven fifty cc engines at that time. It was glorified go kart racing, really. <laughs> I mean, the things were just so stuck to the ground. If if you had your car set up so that you did have to be steering right at all, doing a little bit of sliding and counter steering, you were dead slow. Right. You had to have that thing just locked in where you were turning left all the way around the corner and to the floor. That kind of, right away, I realized that wasn't what I was looking for mm. and uh, and got out of it at the end of my first year. in it.
2: Gotcha. So, the 25 is uh, paying homage to your dad then?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: Once he retired, then I was going
1: to, I'm going to keep that number. Uh, that, that's my number now in all my cars, so.
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, like you were talking about the truck, three years, and that uh, somewhere in this whole scenario, all of a sudden, this just this uh, four-wheeled, open-wheeled thing with some Nerf bars and no fenders just happened to appear in your life. What, what, what? What's the story behind all this? You know,
1: I had been talking about how cool it would be to do one of these Renegade sprints for a few years. I think it was 2019, maybe, or 2020. I was starting to think about it a tiny little bit.
2: Hey, you, did you see stuff from the UMSS of so the Northern guys? Is that where you kind of heard yeah, about it?
1: I saw that they were on the schedule in Grand Forks and okay. uh, and Greenbush. But just the way that my, my schedule ended up working out, I never actually went and saw them race anywhere. Okay. The first time I ever saw one of these cars was when I went to the Arriving Drive at the end of 2021. Right. Um, and that was during COVID border restrictions. So I had to get a letter from Ron giving me, you know, a special invitation to come and race. And, wow. Yeah. They had to vet the whole thing out and make sure it was all good. And, Holy uh, smokes. Oh yeah. You're one had, of the
0: lucky few. Yeah. Well, at the Only time. A couple lucky people have gotten letters from Ron. Yeah. Yours is a good one. <laughs> Mine was a good one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So that, you know, that was a whole, whole big deal trying to cross at that time. Cause the border was closed, like there was just nothing you, right. You could only cross if it was if you're like a truck driver, basically. Right? I uh I, I got the opportunity to come down and do that and yeah, left Cedar like that day going, Okay, well, I'm buying one of these things because that was the most fun I've ever had.
0: That's awesome. And uh, whose car did you yeah. drive?
1: I drove uh, Bradwell's uh first thing,
0: Rocket Man and the
1: Rocket Man. Yeah, I went uh, I went around my first lap pretty good through one and two and then three four I, I went up and jumped the cushion and actually tagged the wall oh my gosh <laughs> but just just barely got into it and just slapped the beadlock against it a tiny little bit and then drove down off of it so right away i was like oh damn okay i'm gonna park this thing yeah and uh first Kaylee,
2: time out and he's running the cushion. <laughs> oh yeah i just Lucky. ran
1: right in there and, and like i think bradwell for being very cool about it because uh yeah i probably wouldn't have been if some guy i didn't know who didn't run sprint cars got in the car and drove it like i did but i was like hey i want to drive this thing like full chat i want to know if this is this what i want to be doing or not
0: big super truck driver right, over here exactly right <laughs> I, know so, I, I know what i can do I don't yeah, it.
1: yeah drive it on the throttle <laughs> but uh yeah so i right away i'm like oh boy this is not a good idea and then they waved me around and said no keep going the car's fine so finished uh finished the session and And got out of it was like, that was pretty awesome. And then got to go drive uh, one of the wing cars later that day. That session in the wing car was just so much fun. Picked up so much speed during, during that run. And yeah, just couldn't believe the grip that you have in these things and how quick they are and how quick they react. It was just totally different ball game from what I had ever seen before and knew right away. That's what I wanted to do. Well, again, this was during the COVID time. So I couldn't just come down here and shop and, and buy anything very easily. So I actually ended up getting a car out of Ontario. Okay. They've got a, a little sprint racing series down there. Okay. And so I ended up finding a, a, a car for a decent price. And I, what I ended up getting wasn't bad. Uh, it was a decent deal. So uh, did that and then got some engines from my Super Truck owner there. He had some engines that were no longer good for a new real package and yeah, threw it all together. Had some stuff from Kennedy and some, I went around all the other retired sprint car guys in Winnipeg. Because, you know, they, they ran sprints, they ran 410s in Winnipeg up until 1999, I think it was. Okay. So uh, there was still a few guys with some parts lying around that were still good. Yeah. Scooped up everything I could and, uh, and emptied out everybody's shops and, uh, yeah, got the car together there last winter and, and, and got out for, for my, my rookie year last year with the Western guys and it was just super fun.
2: No, absolutely, man. No, you you bust on the scene, you end up being the uh, Western Renegade Sprint Car Series Rookie of the Year this year. Congratulations on that. Thank you uh big uh it's a big deal you know miles he takes a lot of pride in that and whatnot you know so i'm sure he was ecstatic about that but uh you finally get out where, where was the first was it at devils was that where you where did you have made the debut
1: yeah well i went down to bemidji to go and do some testing okay just try and shake the car down and and uh figured out a little bit of stuff about getting it you know handling a little bit more consistent but still had no idea what i was doing with blocking it or anything because there's no information out there. Like, I, I did end up getting my hands on one of those Steve Smith books.
0: There you go. They're not easy
1: to find. No. But uh, that, that helped me out huge, And uh, but still needed some more seat time and some more time to figure that stuff out. But, you know, shook the car down there. Everything ran okay. And uh, then went down to, to Devil's Lake. There Everything rained out at the beginning of last year. It was just yep. terrible. It was we were horrible. all in the same boat. Yep. And, uh, yeah, got down there in at the end of May. And go out there. I think I finished. I made the uh, the redraw, but I didn't get to redraw because I had my rookie ribbon on. And uh, went out in the feature and started in the back and, and wheeled it up to second. Nice. And was like, this is awesome. This is going to be easy. I'm going to win like six, seven features this year. You <laughs> know, I had it all planned out. And Oh, this is going to be great. And uh, boy, was I wrong. Like, I had a huge learning curve still ahead of me. But- oh, yeah you know just got super lucky my completely out to lunch setup actually was pretty good for running the bottom on the dry yep (laughs) and everybody else was struggling for traction everywhere else and just way too free so it uh, ended up playing right into my hands not knowing what i was doing but uh yeah it it was super fun and and just getting out there getting that good good start and built a ton of confidence in what i was doing and then just a lot of good help from people along the way and you know, asking him, like, okay, well, how do you block the car? And then right. go, as I'm watching, uh, K-Ho's crew guy there, Jerry. Oh, yeah, Jerry. I'm Ray. watching him do it. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was doing <laughs> this so wrong. <laughs> I wasn't even close. It was opposite day that yeah. day when I did it. <laughs> oh, So you don't block it with the weight on it. That's cool. <laughs> that's, that's not what I heard, but that, that that looks like a better way to do it. <laughs> yes. Just out to lunch, but uh, you know, take notes and write everything down. And
2: the way you went, you're off to the, the races. So yeah. you did. You say so you ended up finishing second in your first ever race?
1: Yeah. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was wild. It, uh, How many yeah.
0: times you hear that? Not very many.
1: No, and and I, yeah, it was like this is gonna be. This is awesome. This is. This is gonna be slick. This car is perfect for me and everything. And, and then you got a slice right of to slice that humble pie. Like, oh no! Every finish I did after that got worse and worse and worse. So yep. it took a little while before I got out of that uh, that valley. But I didn't break anything, and I, I you know realized I, I, the car was still talking to me. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a term that my buddy Rick Delane always threw around. Is the car talking to you or not? Is it telling you what it needs? Right? Because right? if you can't feel what that car is telling you, then you're you're out to lunch. You're you're hopeless
2: but uh it's a good way to say it i like that it is yeah
1: i I learned so much from that guy back when i was running super truck i really wanted to race mods eventually so i was racing with him i'd go and crew for him on the weekends we go down to Greenbush, and he'd win all the time down there because he's just he's a great driver and uh yeah i learned a ton of stuff from him just about racing and and life in general it was uh he's a good buddy to have for sure but yeah car was talking to me and and was really able to just keep using that information and Keep tuning it into where i needed it to be and and you know get the odd kick in the butt from my brother telling me to just drive it harder and that kind of stuff and it all worked out
0: that's a lot of it sometimes the car is angry but you're just not teaching it right you're that's not right driving right. it so and once you figure out how to drive it it's so much easier don't lift wow this is easy yeah now i just gotta control it <laughs> yeah exactly it's kind of yeah so no nope, i went not do the same learning curve and it was uh harder you drive it the easier it is
1: yeah exactly they just they they love it it's uh it's just what the cars are built to do so
2: oh it absolutely is man i mean if uh you know like you said rookie of the year this year and whatnot first time out you finish second and then you kind of got a little bit of the humbleness (laughs) kind of kicked in and whatnot but uh you know, first year in a sprint car and everything. You know, what, what's your takeaway from it? You know, what was probably one of the highlights? I mean, I think you what was it? mid-summers when you came down to Cedar Lake to race with us.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I got to come down to the World of Outlaw weekend.
2: That's right, that's right,
1: and that was my only winged race of the year that weekend too. And that was that was another tough learning curve. Thinking, oh, I'll just bolt the wings on it and move the move my bird cages like the guys said I should, and and uh, made all the same setup changes I made the night before with the car wingless here. Mm-hmm. And the car was so bad. I had to park it during the B main. It was like, nope, not wrecking the car here. Not tonight. This thing is evil. So, the first
0: uh, ever UMSS B main. It was the first yeah. ever. Non-transferee yeah. and I, in-house, in studio. And like three, three four <laughs> laps in. My fun meter was
1: just pegged and I parked it. I said, that's enough. But I'm on uh, dirt vision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was part of the learning curve there too. But, um, but no, a highlight for me for this season for sure was when I went out to uh, Underwood for their Coal uh, Cole County Classic. They're kinda their their last weekend yep. race of the year.
2: Big weekend out there for that. Yeah,
1: really good one. A really great event that Miles' brother puts on mm-hmm. there, Marcus. And uh it was just it was it was really fun. I was really starting to hustle the car around and the and the tack and uh and really starting to figure that side of it out and uh just me and, and, and my wife went down there and had uh uh, had a really great weekend first night i got my first heat win and and you know ran top three in the in the feature and then the next night went out there and and won my first feature just tore away from him and just had uh everything was just working perfect it was, it was one of those it, nights one of those nights man when everything's just clicking it's uh it's magic it's just it really is so much fun and there's just so many variables at play it's it's insane and going from a day when it was raining like crazy all day we thought yeah there's no way it was it was drizzling but it was the radar just kept saying that there's just huge rain coming and right it was never gonna happen so yep. we were waiting around all day waiting for a rain out so we could head home we started about a five or six hour drive and uh the rain never came and we got the show in and we're glad we didn't leave because we thought it was gonna rain out that was uh that was definitely the high point that and and, and nationals man was that ever a fun weekend oh, that was a man. lot of fun oh, oh.
2: yeah Yeah, there was what was there well i mean the racing in general you you got river cities for one night then you had devil's lake for two nights with all of us degenerates there you know that Mm -hmm. was always a good time i believe there was a hammer schlagan contest at some point there there. was
1: yes (laughs) yeah you guys were we had to show you a good time we went to the broken drum and that uh they took all of mike's money and, and the blackjack table I don't
0: remember hammer <laughs> No, at
2: you all. weren't there no, for no, that no, one. No, of
0: course. I was
2: say. Yeah, no, you weren't there for that one. But I wasn't yeah. there for the blackjack deal. So yeah, we got, we got three. We got two stories crisscrossing here. Mm-hmm. So,
0: <laughs> well, I'll put it this way: spun out leading <laughs> the blackjack table. <laughs>
1: but uh, no, it was, that was just,
0: It was just a great,
1: great event, and, uh, and it sounds like it's all same weekend, same. Yep. It's Another big go for next oh, year. Oh, and so. by
0: the way, Eric's like, yeah, let's walk to the bar. It's right down the road. Three miles later, we <laughs> I got said there. I said we
1: were walking to the drum. It was in kilometers. The drum is not that far. Yeah. <laughs> it you convert it to kilometers, not that bad. My gosh. Uh, <laughs> no, it was the, uh, you guys went to the Bun, and that one is, that's a hike.
0: Yeah. Uh, was, Did yeah. you guys come with? No. Oh. We
1: said that was too far, and we drove away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense. I had my DD with me. It was yep. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah that was funny it was a fun weekend oh, no,
2: it's, it, it's a blast with them guys here what, what miles and the rest of the crews out there doing for the north dakota natties and whatnot just a, it's awesome weekend just in general like we were just saying yeah. a ton of memories uh the racing was outstanding you know all three nights and whatnot and it's just cool that we got all three brands together or four to be out four brands together and we're able to get all these different guys from different areas of sprint car racing that are part of the renegade racing. We all came together for, you know, three nights and, you know, made a whale of a show. of it.
1: But... Yeah, absolutely. You know, whatever happens going forward, I really want to see that continue to be a thing in the schedules where we make room for people to go and support each other's big races. Absolutely. It's always one of the worst things when you got a track that goes and schedules a big race up against somebody else's and it's a points race. So yep. now, you know, you know, those six or eight guys that were are going to travel, they can't. And that, that's always a, a kick in the pants. So it's really good to see that uh, we're going to keep that going. And, and, yeah, it was just – that was probably the most fun weekend of the year, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to this year.
2: Uh, absolutely, man. You know, if uh, – I mean, you, you did some traveling. You you ran around and you, you hit up some Western Renegade stuff. I believe you did uh, Northern Renegades. I did uh, one, yeah. Yep. Uh, you came down with the UMSS. Uh, out of everything, where what's the track that you, you love the most out of your first year sprint car racing? What do, you, what do you like the best?
1: Um, I mean, Cedar Lake's just a special place for sure. Definitely want to come back there and race a few nights in a row wingless. And yeah. you know, I'm, I'm mostly pr- putting the wings away for now. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to focus on the traditional stuff here and, and keep the wings off. But uh, So definitely want to go back there to do that. But, man, they all have such great – Great high points. Like everybody, I, I talk about Underwood. People don't know, like, McLean County Speedway. Like, where the heck is that? Yep. It's a great track in the middle of nowhere. And when they get their track prep right, which they do most of the time, it is a great little sprint car track. So, you know, that place was super fun to find out about that, learn a new track like that. I mean, Grand Forks, is that's just a legendary sprint car track. Absolutely, yeah. You know, so... All these places, it was just, it was so much fun to get around and uh, and hit all these different places up. I mean, Devils has always been a great track for me too, so uh, that's that's been great too. It's just, I don't, know, they all got their own stuff going for them, and I I want to check off a few new ones here next year. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, I only ran one at my and it was it was not great. I uh, broke both rear uh, torsion arms off at like 105 miles an hour. Sure. Going into turn three, and uh, fortunately didn't die and didn't take anybody with me, so that was good. Wow, yeah. So you know that new rule in the rule book about how those himes on the front of the door should be steel. They should be steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's we can put my initials beside that rule because I learned that one the hard way. Oh man, (laughs) thank you, Er (laughs) Eric. Yeah. So uh, that was that was a lesson. Fortunately, I didn't hurt myself. That's good, um, but no, I want to go back there and and get a good feature in because that place is fast. Holy right. smokes! Yeah,
2: there's some like just you know talking to Miles, and you know he's always been talking Me and him talk pretty frequently and whatnot. I mean, obviously it's a poke for it's a poke for you, it's a poke for us to get yeah. there and whatnot. But I mean, it just sounds like there's some just badass tracks out there. That's you know from what Miles is saying, what I've heard from other guys out there, and you're you put nail it on the head too. Just, they put on some good racing out there.
1: Oh yeah, big time. I- uh, minot has been you know that was one of the original sprint car tracks anywhere yep and uh, that place has been around it's the longest continually uh like fair board owned speedway in the states yep like in all of the u.s uh it, it's crazy how that place has just always been run by volunteers and always uh, always run by the county and and uh and still just a beautiful facility they've got seating there for like ten thousand people it's nuts wow they a huge stage on the infield because they have big rock concerts and all kinds of stuff right. there too. And so when you're coming down the front stretch, it kind of, I imagine it feels a little bit like indie, where, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, know, you got nice. everything built up on both you got sides. got pagoda. You know? and... Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> wild, man. It's uh it's so much fun. So definitely looking forward to getting back there a bit uh, next year as well.
2: Right on what, uh, kind of, we're kind of talking about 2023. Are there any other plans? I mean, the UMSS schedules come on a little bit, you know, some, uh, New uh, pit stops on the way there. We're going back to Rice Lake, Mississippi Thunder's on the docket. Any uh, chance we might see the 25 there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I got to see what uh, what everything looks like for being able to work a few races into it. Because it's pretty tough to come down here for one show right? for some of those. Yep. You know, I mean, yep. I'd, re- I'd still really like to work that out for Ogilvy. Yeah, absolutely, but I'm pretty yep. sure there's, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, there's a companion show there with the Northern series maybe the night before. Okay. You know, that would be great. Um, you know, so still looking at what the, the overall schedule looks like here before I'll put that out, but um but no i mean there's uh, i've got to come back to cedar lake a few times that's just uh, i've got to do that for
2: sure oh yeah you got to come back to cedar lake super speedway resorts Casino and uh what was nightclub. it
0: Where, and club <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> nightclub definitely yeah,
1: i need to experience more of the nightclub side of it uh, next year too so yeah. well i'll tell you
0: what the weekend you should come down would be thunder hill on the thursday eagle valley friday cedar lake saturday there you Three go tracks one weekend that would be the weekend to come
1: i do like that idea
0: but, but well, no, I mean, I, oh.
1: I don't have any butts right now. Oh. Just, that's, I was watching the uh, the Eagle Valley stuff. That track's just impossibly small for these things. But it no, that's Thunderhill. <laughs> Thunderhill.
0: Oh no, yeah. yeah is a small Thunder track. Hill, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah. awesome. Best track yeah. in the state.
1: But it, it seems, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the guy who got his broom out. Yeah, yep. but uh, but I mean that would be fun. I don't know. Is that an invitational deal this no, year? Anybody no, anybody can go. anybody
0: go. can, go? Yep. Anybody so can go. Let
1: the, the lonely Canuck in there. You got to
0: go. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah,
1: okay. Well, maybe we might have to put that one on. the and Eagle the Valley,
0: if you've never been there, the, you're going down the front stretch. That's uphill or downhill, and then yeah. the back stretch is uphill. Turns Ooh. one and two are completely different. That, and there's no more There's no lighting in three, but all you get is the sun during the heat race. It's the most wildest, craziest track. Everything's different.
1: That sounds awesome. They've yeah. got der- they've got
2: jumps in turn three.
1: These are some interesting sales tactic points here, but uh, I think I feel like you're going off script a little bit there. But I still like it. I still I'm buying what you're selling. It's a wild, yeah.
2: wild. Yeah. Place. There is <laughs> a- I suck
0: there, but I still go back because it's just different.
2: You left out the most selling point of Eagle Valley.
0: Was that? Oh, there's a bar at the track and it's one of the funnest bars in the have shake a day too. Ooh. Okay. And it, so I'm gonna it's have literally to... it's at the track. That's yeah. the front stretch. It's a huge bar. Oh, it's
1: like that's like Devil's Lake. Where yeah. uh, I'm gonna have to go there and be like uh, like a five star restaurant reviewer, but I'm yep. gonna be going there to review their, their golden light and you know how fresh right. are they, you know. <laughs> how was the competitiveness at the slugging table, you know?
2: <laughs> well, I mean it's it it will all work out perfectly. You come down for those three nights. You know, Thunder Hill, you know, that'll be always a blast. We'll find some place yep. to park it. And then we head to Eagle. And then I'm pretty sure Little Wayne will be there. So that's unlimited drink tokens. It's very true, yeah. That's unlimited drink tokens. Then we'll have to muster up. There's a hole-in-the-wall place on the way back to Cedar. Like, I don't remember the name of it, but we all stopped there. My the one God. Time. Great, the breakfast. Breakfast, <laughs> great, like great breakfast. breakfast. Great
0: breakfast. And it's, literally $7. It was so cheap. It was insane. insane. Sean's in. He's yeah. in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sean is all thumbs up about this plan so yeah yep. Yep.
2: then we'll truck to Cedar Lake and I mean and it's already been a long weekend so you guys shouldn't have to drive back right away so go to we'll- the spa yeah, we should yeah. go to the spa, the nightclub, the resort, the casino.
0: Do you understand the spa part of this? No, I do not. So there's four doors at the back of the concession <laughs> stands, <laughs> and there's four showers. And they're the dirtiest shower you've ever been in. <laughs> but you bring your flip-flops and then borrow your buddy's towel. Yeah, That's what you're you good. you go and then but you win the legendary 100. <laughs> yep, it's the best. But yeah. It it sounds dude, like a good formula. Phenomenal.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, it's a good time. Yeah, you should, like I said, obviously make it... Uh, mm-hmm. Work for you because obviously one off doesn't make a it's lot of tough, sense, yeah. but um, yeah, man, take a look at
0: this. That would be a killer weekend to come down. Yeah, I think, I think so. it's our only three days, three day schedule for the non wing, so yeah. yeah, I think
1: I might have to do that. Yep,
0: that little track in. is a blast. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I'll have to uh, have to see how tall gears I got there.
0: You're gonna need some tall ones, yeah, like, <laughs>
1: like some 700s north More. of that. <laughs> More. Are those the ones that it says on the gear
0: chart, like, don't use this
1: uh, (laughs) forever? Ever, right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's
0: an exception. One One, exception. When I ran the non-wing, I had in, like, (laughs) 707s. And it wasn't enough. (laughs) That was not enough at all. It turned, like, 5,900 (laughs) idly in the bottom. Like that was
2: it. Have you ever watched a video of that? I
0: watched
1: the video of him. Like I thought, it was like, is there yellow? Like he's pacing around the bottom. And, oh no, hey, <laughs> yeah. everyone else just sliding yeah. into the fence. This is great. Dude. And,
0: yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: So it was just and here's so here's Mike tootling around the bottom, you know, just you know, just do and here's Johnny and Jake and Blake and Cam and they're all
1: banging right on, the guardrail heck down. Of a show. Beating down the boards. Oh <laughs> yeah. And Mike's
2: just Mike's just tootling along yeah
0: dude under caution i looked at my tech and it was at 5900 and then after the race it was at 62 but i did do a donut so i think that's why <laughs> <laughs> i only got her up to 62 on the donut but oh yeah oh man. super them are them are really fun tracks
1: yeah no it's it's such a cool thing that they built out there and uh and i still couldn't believe that the wing cars even work there either like it just the, whole the wing cars were me. just
0: the dude the wing cars were actually more fun
1: that one's bending the limits of that track's too small for wings to even work. Like, do they even? And, but they do. It works. It's it's,
0: it's it one works. of those tracks that you look at and it looks really small, but once you're on the track, it's right. really it's it's just as wide as like Cedar Lake, for example. Yeah. It's just, it's so different, but super fun place. And Eagle Valley is kind of the same way. It looks narrow, but it is a wide, big track. All right. Yeah, man. You got to hey. come down. So
2: done. He's in. Yep. Lock it in. We've already got three dates locked in Here for EGR. Yeah, I like it. Perfect. That's just what we do here at RTS, man. Make plans. That's Spend what we, their we money. people
1: commit to things that they cannot back out of. Yes.
0: That's right. And then when he doesn't show up,
1: that was a legally binding contract. Yeah. <laughs>
0: they yes. won't let me into your country. Yeah. <laughs> Border guards mad at me now. Yep.
2: <laughs> but about ultra, uh, crossing, uh, what about a no crossing? Yeah. I do don't do do know. Do not like, fly list. <laughs> do not let this man in. <laughs> I have to
1: change my name.
2: I have to shave yeah change up the appearance yeah of course dude i was so like i said earlier on the on the interview I like i was facebook creeping on you just to get a little background and all of a sudden i'm scrolling through and i seen a picture and i'm like Is that eric because <laughs> you didn't have the the the, mm-hmm. the mustache yet. yes and i was like holy shit
1: yeah. <laughs> i didn't
2: recognize you dude it's a, it's a game changer
1: oh i i think it's for the good my wife doesn't agree but uh newlywed wife yeah, Congratulations. Totally. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.
0: Congrats.
1: Um, yeah, no, she thought she uh, she hinted that she really wanted me to shave it for the wedding. And so I surprised her by totally not doing that. And it's all right. Yeah, no, it was, I, I need to keep this. This is important to me now. So, no, yeah. it started out as a COVID thing. And then uh, just was, rolled it. Just rolled with it. Once it finally grew in, I was like, this is actually pretty good. So,
2: yeah. Oh, man. It was. Mustache came out. Completely Damn. caught me off guard. Totally different guy. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah, different guy.
1: Not, I, I didn't think I looked as good, but I don't know. I'm not the best judge
0: of that. So. And for the record, he's younger than me. <laughs> What's that? He's younger than me.
2: Oh, yeah. We were yeah. trying to put an, oh Yeah. What, do you want to spot it? We were trying to narrow it down. We were.
0: Mm. He said mid-30s. I'm like, no, I'm going to go 40. No! I really want. I want 40. You
1: you had to get your dig back in at me. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: not I was really. gonna say if he was sorry,
2: graduating from college in 2014, it could have been 10 years in college. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know it wasn't.
1: I didn't go to college right out of school because, oh. again, in my infinite wisdom, I was like, that ain't for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, right. went and I'm gonna go work at the airport as a baggage handler. Ah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, pretty quickly <laughs> it was like, yeah, this also ain't for me. <laughs> so got a few jobs and. And uh, each of them paid way more than the last one, but it still wasn't enough to afford a race car and it still was not very fun. So, uh, my, I, big, big thanks to my dad on that whole deal that he saw that if I had to choose between racing and school, I was probably going to choose racing. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're right in the prime of your career at that time, and, right. and that's what, you know, you're dumb and you're young. And so uh, he, he said, well, "We'll keep you in a race car if you go to school and and keep it up and, and you know don't fail anything." So
2: yeah, that's uh, nice. a good incentive. It
1: definitely was. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and it all worked out really well. So I'm uh, forever indebted to him and my my brother and everybody involved there. I, I definitely was not pulling my own weight in the in that department for a while there, but.
2: I hey mean, I just, that's, it's what the racing community, whether it's your family, the immediate family that's involved with it, or, you know, like, cause you were, like, you were talking about, like, lost on setups and whatnot. That's the cool thing about our group and the community that we are as a Sprint Car family is we're all pretty much willing to help anybody or mm-hmm. somebody that, you know, like if you were to come up to me and Johnny and you're asking, I'm not going to BS you and shoot you the wrong direction. Yeah you know i'll just be like hey dude, this is kind of this is in the ballpark of what we're doing here's a suggestion you know mike do the same thing Oh, well, maybe not mike but
1: i mean i i did look at mike's car and was like what do you got that like that mike do i need that to run the bottom <laughs> What? The <laughs> and, bent front end? yeah the vent front end <laughs> do you want to help me bend this front end over oh man what's your paint bar doing there mike yeah <laughs> it's the only hole the bolt fits in <laughs>
0: like those, so those are my answers the one guy asked me he's like oh, how do you set your uh your art bar I'm like it's set <laughs> car's bent it's not <laughs> <laughs> like it's good oh yeah. man yeah oh, yeah
2: Uh, so yeah, we got the three days locked in, Mm -hmm. uh, for EGR here over here. So he's coming to three day show, uh, probably running Western renegades, maybe some Northern renegade.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Most, mostly Western stuff. Um, we'll see where Northern's headed there for some of their specials. Uh, you know, would love to would love to get down to Superior if anything lines up this year. But again, it's got to work out with a two or three race swing, so it's kind of tough. But yeah. I'll see what I can do there. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely Western stuff here. We have got some fun stuff planned with the with miles and kind of setting up some little uh, little special uh, special little run of races there. So that'd be super fun. And uh, you know, whatever two three days swings I can do, yeah. uh, that's always super important. Obviously, driving in from the Great White North. <laughs> Looking to get about twenty five shows in this year, and yeah, just want to get out there and, and uh, keep building on what I did last year because it's tough, you know. Last year was good for a rookie, but that once that's gone, it's like oh, there's no, you know, okayest new guy of the last few years, right? It's, right, it, it's that,
2: that whole thing's gone. You get you, you get the old sophomore slump. Exactly. yeah. You know? I mean, a so, lot of variables there, man. But yeah. no, I, I mean. You you got you you wield a lot of things in your day, man. I mean, there might be a little bit of a hiccup there. You got the new bullet; might have to learn a little bit about it, but I think you're gonna be all right.
1: I hear all about these uh, doesn't require changes chassis, and I'm a <clears> big fan. So we'll uh, we'll see what uh, what that brings, but definitely, yeah. Looking forward to just specializing with the non-wing stuff and and really having some fun with it.
2: Heck yeah, man! Well, uh, we're getting pretty close here to wrapping up, but we got a couple more things we got to touch on. Of course, the new segment I was talking about here. Got a little fun part here. Mike knows what's coming up. I do. So we're calling it driver to driver. All right. Strictly drivers asking the next driver on the RTS podcast a question. Okay. It could be any question. It could be not racing related. Not racing related. Could be. Who knows? Who knows? You don't know. You did not hear it on Jory's episode. Okay. So you can't, you couldn't pre-plan for it. You have no idea what the question is. All right. So now you're going to return the favor to somebody else, but you don't know who our next guest is. Nope. Okay. We're going to record that after this so mm-hmm. that they can't cheat. But are you ready for Jory's question? Absolutely. All right. Here we go. From last episode, episode 84 with Jory Hughes, here is Jory's driver-to-driver question for Eric Gill. What are your thoughts on flat bill hats? <laughs>
0: i forgot what the question was <laughs>
2: oh, I, had, I had to load it up today and i totally forgot what it oh. was too <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh the flat bill yeah i mean i always i always get a kick out of the uh, the starter kit uniforms for everybody you know the, <laughs> the, the USAC the, crew guy <laughs> yeah yeah right so no uh I'm, I'm not a big flat bill hat guy um i um I wore a hat that had a slightly less curvature to it. And I kind of got like the, the raised slap warning from my brother, So, mm. you know, <laughs> yeah, not, not a big flat bill hat guy. Not
2: That's a funny. big. Sorry, Jory. It's not yeah. a fan. Not a fan. You remember that next time when he's following you on the yeah. track? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, he wants to get in. Not today.
2: <laughs> Move that flat bill out of the way. <laughs> right. That's funny. No, man. It's just something new we wanted to do. It was I a funny it. question, no, that's man. that's good. So. I got to think
1: of a good uh, good bomb to leave here for the next guy. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. No, it's it's kind of funny. It was something new. We might have to come up with a catchy new name, but a little yeah. something different. You know, do something between the drivers and oh, whatnot. Dig it. Eric, not a fan. Flat bill hats. <laughs> Flip
1: flops. Uh, and hockey hats and uh, uh that, that's what it's really all about
0: And make all night. do you yeah. wear flip-flops with jeans or shorts strictly
1: um it depends that's kind of like the beach look you know you I, I do that when I'm like going fishing or you know you're you're walking along the walking along the beach that's nice flip-flops and jeans but uh, that is actually it's kind of nice I can't do it normally flip-flops are a shorts thing that's a they shorts are, thing. They are yeah. together yes yeah
2: there is just normally. a right time and place for flip-flops mm. and jeans that's right. I,
0: I can't pull it off. No, no, I can't.
2: No, not for you. No, my flat
0: bill <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> jeans,
2: flat bill. What yeah, kind of T-shirt? Know. Hang on, we're we're accessorizing mm-hmm. you, Mike. You got oh, the flat bill.
0: Probably be one of my new Knoxville shirts. Probably
2: with flip flops. Yeah, And jeans. Let's go, baby. and a flat bill. What kind of flat bill?
0: Uh probably my Swindell Speed Lab one. Okay. Head on backwards, flat bill backwards. That's what I would go with. Shorts, no jeans.
2: Can't do it. Prototypical uh, sprint car race fan. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I,
1: I, I still do the vans, but I don't do the the slip ons very much anymore.
2: Oh, you don't know? Like, you're not rocking the hey dudes? dudes?
1: No, yeah, not a dudes guy. I, what? Yeah. what? I don't know if we got him up
2: in Canada. Man, I think thank you, you, you for joining the RTS yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah this oh, has been episode game game 85. With <laughs>
0: <though>. Eric <Guyot>. <laughs> 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 Wanna be sprint car racer, truck driver. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Something with some grain elevators, I don't yeah. know, something like that. Yeah. Good interview, man. Good, having Good you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. No, we're just messing with you, dude. Uh, one last thing before we let you go. Yeah, you you, you got to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude. Let's talk about this. Hey, dude. <laughs> uh. um, got to give a love to your podcast, man. Bench Racing Radio. Yeah, uh, you guys just kicked off your uh next season, first episode I was with Miles. I gotta give Miles a little shit for picking uh Michigan over Minnesota. That was a terrible choice, by the way. Yeah, it was. Uh but yeah, bench racing radio, man. What's it all about? What do you guys do? Uh you got your uh co-host over there, Anthony, that you guys tag team this with. What's uh bench racing radio?
1: Yeah, so it's uh we started doing it during COVID because we we're just locked up and, and bored. And again, I thought about it a bit before, but then there was nothing we could do We were just all there's pretty serious lockdown still up in canada so uh got together and uh and started setting this thing up online and it was easy to get guests because everybody was also locked up and so it was uh that was great and and got it rolling and just have a lot of fun with it just doing like the name implies just bench racing right right it's like i you could go meet a new racer i did that when i was in thunder bay i just phoned up joel Kreiderman. he's like a legend just right Dude, one of the them? best. One of the best, right? Yeah. Cedar Lake legend,
0: Joel Craderman. Yes. Purple right front mud cover cap. Didn't matter if there was mud or not.
1: Yeah, <laughs> love it. And uh, just, you know, yeah, I'm in a new town. I'm a racer. I just phone him up. I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? And he's like, yeah, Like, what do you need? I'm like, uh,
2: well, you want to do those? Yeah, you,
1: know, you need some help in the shop or something? <laughs> like, I just invited myself over and drank a bunch of beers so with him. He's a great dude. <laughs> that's and, all uh, they do in Canada. And that's how you do it. You know, have some lab lights and, and enjoy your time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's just bench racing, right? That's, that's what we do. So, uh, as racers all the time. So that's, uh, that's, that's kind of what we base it around is just getting to know these people. I thought every racer I know has at least one story. That's just like, priceless. Yeah. And, yes. uh, and and you got to get them to tell it, and so I know all these different people, and so many people didn't know all these stories, so we had to get that documented somehow. And, yeah, uh, for sure. So just you know, got that uh, got that rolling, and just have a really good time with it with my buddy. So it's a it's a cool perspective too, because uh, Anthony's a track promoter. He built yes. a, a new speedway up in in Kenora, Ontario and uh, myself being a driver for a long time and having raced at anthony's tracks a whole bunch right you know we've we've got a lot of history there and and we've got two pretty unique perspectives on that as well so it's uh it's always good i started bringing my other crew guy uh, max in on it he does the mailbag with us yep and uh and he's uh he's been a fun little addition to it here too so it's uh it's going good we're on a third season at 41 episodes in and uh yeah they're all they're all great you guys should go give them a listen and Check it
2: out, right, on, and where, uh, where can our RTS fans go find Bench Racing Radio?
1: We're on all the the major platforms. There, just Bench Racing Radio on uh, on Instagram, and we're on all the podcast platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google. Uh,
2: you can just Play read them off our stuff. banner if you want. I yeah, think we're exactly. in the same spot, yeah,
1: <laughs> basically. I, I use Anchor as well. Yeah, no. And so they make it awesome. super easy. Yep. Yeah, no free ads, but uh, yeah, good. Write <laughs> uh, that check. Right, let's go. You
2: don't do the. You don't do the. Hey. Have you ever thought about starting a podcast? You should use Anchor. Well, I was going
1: to, and then there was something really threatening about how I couldn't do it because I'm, I'm not in America. So, oh like, really? Oh yeah, yeah. It oh man! Like, wow. Yeah, I didn't have a social security number down here, and they weren't very uh, happy with that. So, yeah, there's something weird about that deal. So I just yeah.
0: no commercial for you, eh?
1: No, we we uh, we're, we're ad free up in Canada.
0: Mm, gotcha. Yeah. That's kind of unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Hey, it, it's. Uh, I mean, we can have ads. We just. We'd have to do it off uh, outside of anchor, so
2: right, yep. big deal. No, nope. no, man. So I... we
1: are accepting sponsors under the table. If you guys got any <laughs> uh, cash in this envelope here, but there's yeah. an envelope. Where's the envelope? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I never seen no envelope. <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: don't know what you're talking about. Me but, neither, uh, man. But no, it's uh, it's been super fun getting to talk to a bunch of a uh, bunch of people from from all over the place, different different types of racing, track promoters, uh, pros like World of Outlaws drivers, all kinds of guys, just. Really good, uh, good chats with with all kinds of people, all the characters of the sport.
2: Absolutely, man! No, you guys so do, much fun. Yeah, you guys do a killer job over there, and uh, you know RTS fans. If you are listening to us, you need to go check out Bench Racing Radio. Those guys put on a hell of a show. Absolutely. Well, we don't want to hold you up too much longer, man. It's It's been a wild ride. You guys have had a wild ride down here. You still got a wild ride back, so we want to get you on the way. We appreciate you guys coming down here and whatnot. You obviously got some sponsors and some people you probably want to give some shout-outs to. You should give them some love.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I want to, want to thank uh, the, the crew, obviously, Sean, Max, uh, my, my wife, Britt, She's She's been great in supporting me being gone most of the time uh so that's uh that's a good deal
2: um podcasting at ten oh nine on a tuesday night
1: yeah eight, eight or nine hours <laughs> in right another country and, yeah <laughs> 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 yeah just uh yeah i mean just get a lot of support from the family as well you know mom dad my brother uh everybody just everybody helps the the wheels turn in there and then yeah all, all the great sponsors i had on the 25 machine there last year it was uh, it was awesome with Dynasty bathrooms. Uh, you know, Ken, he was the guy who gave me the opportunity to get back into racing and that's just, I can't thank him enough. And he's been a huge supporter of this sprint car deal as much as he hates it because it's taken away his driver from the truck deal. Uh, he's just, he's been a big supporter. So that's been great. Um, and then a bunch of other ones that I've had for a long time, you know, St. Claude Auto Body, my buddy Norm's always painted all my cars and always taken care of all that stuff. Uh, Extreme Coatings, um, uh, the team over there always has that stuff just looking like my, my car and my helmets and everything looking awesome we're gonna have something nice here for this year too so that's been uh that's been great then yeah fws has been a huge supporter as well having work support me and that has been really cool period bearing supply has been awesome uh you know the 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 support we get there through through family actually it's a, a really random connection that we had was uh
2: was really
1: great to get them on board. And then
2: see, so look at that drivers taking care of drivers. Yeah, here, man. helping each other out. But
1: no, uh, I mean LV Control, Lewis Instruments, and uh, my buddy Dan over at Modown Racing Engines. He's been great, building me some, taking uh, some old engines and converting them over and making them run real strong. That's been uh, that's been awesome too. And then last but not least, Magic Man Paintless Dent Repair. Those guys are awesome. They they got the name for the company from. Uh, like the magic man thing from uh, Talladega Nights. Knights. Oh,
0: <laughs> Nice. Like the
1: uh yeah, the whole Ricky Bobby uh the, the John C. rallies guy there. That, so, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Great people, great race fans mm-hmm. and uh just been been huge supporters of what I'm doing. Couldn't do any of this stuff without them. So, been so great from day one and uh, and really excited here for the the next year and see what we
2: can do. Yeah, heck yeah, man. No, I'm excited for uh, your, your uh, sophomore season in the sprint car. I'm excited to see what you can do. I hope you come our way more than the three-night show. We'd love to see you down this way, bringing the crew with and whatnot, hanging out, having a good time, and uh, having some fun this summer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's just, uh, I can't wait. You know, want to want to start the season out here, hopefully, and, and get down here as much as we can and race with you guys and uh, just get on the road and see how we stack up and, and uh, get some good racing in.
2: Absolutely, man. Well, hey, thank you so much for stopping by the RTS Studios on your way back home to the Great White North. Appreciate you guys. Sean, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Appreciate you hanging out here in studio with us and uh, safe travels to you guys back
0: home. Cheers, buddy.
2: I think it's probably pretty good that we have some uh, some allies to the north. You think so? I think so. You know, so then if uh, push comes to shove and maybe they get us, you know, what would be cool is, a, you know, his uh, his. His partner on Bench Racing Radio, yep. Anthony, is the promoter at one of the tracks. I think it's the e, uh, Emo, I believe it is. If they can, what if they put on a Sprint
0: Car show across the border? I have a passport. I don't. Well. I wonder if I can get a note. we we'll just sneak in the trailer. Ooh, good call.
2: I don't know. I wonder how that works when you do something like that. I wonder if they do, like, a full inspection. Well, hopefully we
0: can sneak you back out. (laughs) Otherwise, you're stranded.
2: I do not want to get stuck in Canada.
0: Immigrant Mark for capture. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Or in capture. I'm out. Yes. But wouldn't that be something cool? It'd be cool to be Canada. I've never been there before. I have not
2: either. But, you know, it sounds like, you know, just, you know, talking to Eric and everything. I mean... I knew there's racing up there, but you just like, I don't picture it as like what, like super trucks never would have thought of that. Right. Never would have thought of that. Um, and it, I mean, obviously they can race wherever they race, Mexico, Australia, wherever, you know, it, it just, it doesn't click. It doesn't register. You do, you don't, when you think of racing, you don't think of Canadian truck series. It, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, I think if that was something, I don't know if these guys have talked about it, you know, I've gone back and listened to their episodes on bench racing radio I don't know if it's been discussed, but, I mean, that would be something, to, you know, depending on what time of year. You know, I think there's enough guys from up north. There's enough western guys. I think it would be pretty uh, kind of enticing to some of the guys down here that run the UMSS. You know, if it was something that we could be like a two-night deal, I mean, I think it should be entertained.
0: It'd be fun, man. It'd be fun to go to Canada do a little race. and have never been in another country and race. So, um, like you said, man, two-day show. Pays well. Pay the gas money. Be a blast. Plus. Probably Free Labatt Blue up there. How would they pay it out, though? Ooh. Good question. Yeah. Good question. We might get screwed across the border. Yeah,
2: well, we might have to touch base with Eric on that just to see what's going on. You never know. No, nah, man. It it was a ton of fun. Fellow Blackhawk fan in studio, man. I mean, it's, some people just don't understand me. Us Blackhawk fans have yeah. got to stick together. Yeah, It's a do. trying
0: time right now. It's not very
2: many of you left. Well, no. There, there isn't. We are dwindling as we speak. Yes.
0: No, I look forward to uh, Eric having a great year this year. Picked up a new whip. Talked to him a lot last year. Got his first win. So, new whip. I think. Uh, I think he's going to be destined for more wins and uh, better finishes and more consistency. So. Um. Wish him nothing but the best, and look forward to twenty twenty three and racing against him.
2: Nah, man, it's gonna be good. Like you know, like you guys heard in the interview, awesome to hang out with. Uh, you know, like we huge shout out to Sean. He was rolling with them. Him and uh, him and Sean ran down here, picked up the new chassis. Yep. Came over here and uh, podcasted with Mike and I and uh you Very know it's funny dude oh yeah for sure Should man have had him
0: on a mic <laughs> oh if he we, was out of control
2: no it was a good time man yes, and he it was. plus hung out with him when he was at devil's lake for uh natties he yep. was there as well so a uh, huge shout out to him man. he hung out he was able to watch Tulsa shootout on the tv while we were doing this but uh uh really appreciative of them guys both for uh like i said they made a long day of it man and they yeah. they pulled it off so uh thank you to Eric and Sean for uh swinging by the RTS Studios and joining us here on uh episode 85 of appreciate the RTS it. podcast. Thank you guys, appreciate you. Uh like we said earlier in the episode, you know, we're going to have hopefully have our chili bowl uh episode out to you guys here on Monday, so stay tuned for that. A little bit of racing coming up before then. A big late model show, Vado
0: Speedway. What do you got, Mike? Wild West Shootout know, starts Saturday. They got seven races going down. Saturday, Sunday, I think Wednesday. Then they go back for uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So seven races, big money. Big late model driver is going to be there. Tyler Erb coming off the big Gateway Dirt Nationals win. Brandon Shepard, Bobby Pierce, Ricky Weiss, and uh, that one guy won NASCAR Cup championship, won some chili bowls. Like, won, y- like
2: Nicknames like Young Young.
0: Easy cheese, easy cheese, young money. Kyle Larson will oh, be there in the uh, the Longhorn house car. So, mm. back in the number six, skipping Chili Bowl this year. So, he wants to go there, at race. There's big money online. You win five of them races, you get 50 grand. So, there's other big payouts. I think four of them's 25,000. So, if you win all seven, it's like 250 grand. So, he's going for the sweep. They also have modifieds and X mods down there. So, should be pretty wild, but Larson skipping Chili Bowl last week, Tulsa shootout was in town, so they had 1,600 entries, ran like 358 races, 107 flips, so you know that flip count. Well, that was a big one. Yeehaw. So, but uh yeah, some big winners there at the shootout. Emerson Axum goes wing outlaw win. Yeah! I know Mark's a big fan. He was wearing his Emerson Axum PJs all weekend, so Jake Hagopian goes three times, Golden Driller, two in a row for the stock wing class. Gavin Boeschel in a Kevin Swindell, Swindell Speed Lab Cargo stock non-wing. Big things from Gavin Boeschel. He will be a threat in years to come. And TJ Smith, been going to the Chili Bowl forever, and the shootout picks up the outlaw non-wing wing. So great racing all week long, five days. It was wild. Great, great coverage, everything on flow. A lot of fights, too. Top of the ramp. It was wild. Plus, all the camera angles we saw, definitely things are working out great for Chili Bowl coming up next week.
2: Yeah, we about ready to throw down in this GD freaking podcast studio talking about my PJs. <laughs> they weren't Emerson Axon PJs. They were
0: Carson Macedo. Sorry. 41, Let's 47. Right. I'm confused. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just like to support my favorite driver. Yes. Just like you but uh, yeah, Vado, that's gonna be freaking nuts.
0: It is, man. It's super cool place. The facility is phenomenal. Chris Steffens promoting it, so super excited to check that out this coming Saturday.
2: No, it's gonna be good, man. A lot of racing coming up. That yes. can get you a little teaser before Chili Bowl. Then you get Chili Bowl. Plus, there's a couple off nights. So then, if you got double monitor madness, Dude, you can have both on,
0: ripping it all, and it's all gonna be on Flow Sports. So.
2: Yes, head on over to Flow. The coverage is going to be stout, man. Phenomenal. It's, it's right to rip, man. I'm, I'm ready. It's going to be a great weekend.
0: The best. I cannot wait. The Racing Boys will be on there. They did such a great job at the shootout. So excited. Pumped for Chill Bow.
2: Bo, here we go. It's going to wrap
0: it up, man. 85. In the books. It's over write the check let's go put it in the vault speaking of write the checks we got to give a big shout out to the mayor of section cc oh my god tom oh the mayor gonna miss him this year man gonna miss him that guy out of control
2: how did that conversation go picks up the phone hey man what you
0: doing (laughs) i'm out on the boat
2: oh yeah we're out ice fishing what oh
0: god so excited so we'll definitely have to give call- Tom a call, and uh, <laughs> nah, we will not have the Bluetooth hooked up for that. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Shout out to Tom, Mayor of Section CC. This <laughs> is a number generating device. Oh, <laughs> uh, Oklahoma Tom is out of control. Drinking his three two Bud Lights like they're going out of style. You need a beer? <laughs> yep, I'll get you one. <laughs> I got beers, man. We got beers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we are gonna miss all of our friends at Chili Bowl that we made last year. Man, it was a good time. The best. Uh, hopefully. We'll be back next year. Yes. All right, man. Let's get out of here. Let's, Let's wrap it up, up, man. Episode 85, GT Transport LLC, Rate.com studios. Thank you to the Fast Factories for sponsoring this week's guest, Eric Keough. Got to give some love to our other sponsors, man. They gave us a hell of a 2022. This is yes, kind of the, the end of the year, beginning of the year podcast. So I just want to give some you know, major shout-outs to everybody that was involved with the RTS podcast uh, in 2022, like uh, TCB Speed North. Mueller Jewelers. JJ's Outpost Bar and Grill. DK Designs. This one might get confusing, folks. It was originally the Racing Insiders, but they've rebranded to Racing Today. So we want to give a shout out to Racing Today, formerly the Racing Insiders. You can still find them at their local locations for your
0: number one pit stop for everything NASCAR. Lightspeedequipment.com. Pretty polished Junkie. Scott King Designs. Taylor Jolin Photography. QualityFreightRate.com. GT Transport LLC. And the Fast Factory Foundation. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you so
2: much for an awesome 2022 Thank you. with the RTS podcast. And of course, if you want to go back and find the other 84 absolute catastrophe of a disaster episodes that we call the RTS podcast, you need to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google
0: Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify.
2: Check it out there, man. Search RTS podcast and you will find all of the madness right there in the palm of your hands
0: yes check us out on social media including tiktok youtube and instagram
2: facebook and twitter find us there search rts podcast it is no longer reaction time sports podcast it's rts podcast
0: get some
2: i told you we're under construction baby yes we are a few other things popping up here pretty soon it's gonna happen be on the lookout
0: yeah absolutely let's uh let's finish this captain since we already made it happen let's get the hell out of here mark
2: all right man let's make it happen thanks guys it's been a good one catch us next week on episode 86 for mark and mike it has been the rts podcast we're out of here
0: see ya